Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you're amazing! You are amazing. You have excellent taste. You do. Also, thank you so much for being a Patreon, a friend of Frangela. You mm. are getting us through, I mean, it all. And it all. We, I mean, all of it. You, you know what? Throw a dart at it. You're getting us through that. And if, and if right now you find yourself a little extra, right now is an excellent time to pass that on. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pay it forward. Pay it. Oh, word. Also, you can also, you know what we do when we say our way of saying thank you for being a Patreon friend? I do. I do. I do. We do. We give you three micro idiots a week, Francis. It's amazing. It is amazing. That's three, three, three. And that means right now, if you become a Patreon, they're like over 500. They're maybe over 600 at this point. We keep saying over 500. We've been saying that a long time. So <laughs> there's so many and you can just laugh and laugh. They're like medicine, little, little bits of medicine, audio medicine that you can carry around with you. That's right. Because you know what? There's a lot to put a boundary around, you know? Trust me. Trust mm-hmm. me. You want to be pumping micro idiots into your brain. All yeah, right? Yeah. All right? are getting so stupid. I mean, so stupid. Also, you know what else you can do for joy? You can go to cameo.com and get a specialized video from Frangela. Yes, you can. You can give it as a gift even Mm -hmm. to someone else or yourself with any kind of message you can think of that doesn't violate trademark rules. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But that's it. We want to invite you to go to sexyliberal.com to find out all you can about the Sexy Liberal Indictment Tour. Speaking of which, you can join us October 21st at the Saban Theater here in Los Angeles because that will be the only live show we will be doing in 2023. Do it. Be there. The stupid waits for no one. So shall we begin? Yes. This first idiot is sent to us by the amazing Jeffrey P. Yay, Jeffrey. Okay. Surveillance video shows box-wearing bandit allegedly burglarizing Florida grocery store. Now, when we say describe box-wearing, mm-hmm. you might think like a barrel box. No. No. She just means like like a like an Amazon box. Like a box. He just will put like an Amazon box over his head i don't think it's necessarily even okay first what i thought in my head was unknown comic which shows my age (laughs) i know i know if you know who the unknown comic was it was a character a regular player on the gong show i believe yeah yeah. and it was a guy who put a paper bag on his head 
as I remember. Yes. Right? Yes. And said he was the unknown comic and then told really not funny jokes. Um, we put up with a lot of bad entertainment. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Bad. Like we really put up with a lot of bad entertainment. We were very compliant people. Okay. <laughs> uh, but this, th- there's so many problems with this story. So I want you to imagine like a box would you get copier paper in? Mm-hmm. No, printer paper in, right? Box like that. So it's not particularly deep. No. But then I want you to understand the really important thing here, which is that Claude Vincent Griffin Jr., <laughs> 33 years old, and I have a feeling he's going to get that name to himself because if I were senior, I would give up the name. Also, that's too many That's too many names for so much stupid. That's what I'm saying. More names don't mean more smart. Clearly, mm-hmm. there's no correlation. So not only is this box sort of a weird choice, right? You kind of he's got to hold it at all the time because it wants to fall off. Because there are no holes in it. He can't see through it. There are no holes in it. There are no eye holes. So he keeps having to lift it up <laughs> to commit his crime in so fact, he can see. Now, at one point, he lifts it up very effectively for the camera, the security yes. camera. So they get a really nice video portrait of him to the point where the person he's robbing laughs at him. <laughs> okay. So Claude Vincent Griffin Jr. It gets dumber. We're not done. It gets no, we're dumber. not done. He was caught on surveillance cameras haphazardly wearing a cardboard box as a mask. As a mask. First, can we just flag that, Angela? Well, that's, I mean, we're starting there and you think, oh my God, that's stupid. Okay, next idiot. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay, so he was, while breaking into a glass display containing iPhones, police alleged that Griffin stole over $30,000 worth of merchandise. Oh my God. What he did first was he entered this this market unmasked, unmasked through the rear door typically used to access product storage. The store's security alarm, which was functional at the time of the incidents, did not go off at any time over the three incidents. Now, he went in and out three times, y'all. Three times. Three times. Now, understand this. What, what, if you read between the lines here and make shit up, what happened is he walked into the back and took a box out of their back room. Yes. Okay, he didn't bring. He didn't even bring the box. <laughs> but box? something, something in his idiot head went. You know what? If you're going to go in, because he's in the back, he could be stealing stuff from there. But no, he goes out to the front where the display cases are and smashes cases in front of people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's already on the camera because the, the cameras are on the back door. Now, the the lack of the alarm going off makes me wonder if this wasn't if he didn't have some help on the inside. Mm-hmm. But it, and I know what you're saying is why. If you're going to have an inside man, why be this stupid about it? Because this is what the stupid do. Never underestimate. I know. So. <laughs> the first time. The first visit. First visit. First robbery. Right. What does he steal? Multiple scratch off tickets and cigarettes. All right. You know what I love? Okay. Can we talk about the stupidity of stealing scratch off tickets? I What I love is the image of him being like, I'm a, I'm a smoke and scratch. That's what I'm doing. I'm smoking and scratching. If it's only robbery. I would have been like, you know what? <laughs> he just made himself an evening. That's all. Yeah. But no, an hour later. <laughs> so I'm assuming he didn't win. He did. I mean, scratch. No, no, this no. is what we're and All the cigarettes are smoked by now. Right. An hour later, he returned wearing his box. He brought his box with him this time. He had it up when he came in the first at the first time. So there's there's improvement. Yes. Right. Yes. 
Wearing a box of Camila's face, he approached kiosks that contain iPhones and jewelry. So he then uh, used a blunt object to break into the glass display case, wearing a pair of allegedly stolen gloves to avoid the shards of glass in the display case. Griffin can be seen putting multiple iPhones into his backpack, one of which police allege he was carrying at the time of his arrest. Look, there are multiple problems in this moment. Okay. First of all, he, he walked in with mm-hmm. no disguise, robbed the place in the first place. Got out. Got out. And away, okay? Hour later. Comes back, but thinks, you know what? I Yes, I did rob this place. Only <laughs> 60 But minutes. now I, I got the layout in my head. I understand. This time I'm going to be able to go for more, for bigger shit. And, and this time, if I put a box on my head. From the holes from jump. Right? That, that they won't, that, uh, it's a disguise. It's not a disguise. Right, they won't see it coming. Right. They won't see it coming. And, it's, and, they, and, and they will not recognize me from the first time I was An here. An hour ago. An hour ago. Okay. So, um, again, though, he still has not cut eye holes into the box. <laughs> this is robbery attempt two. And he still hasn't caught up to, gee, it would be convenient. <laughs> If there were holes, it is so I had to lift this up. Okay. So as, as he was breaking the glass, the box covering his, his face fell to the ground because like we said, you got to hold it. It falls off. So it even fell completely off. And this is a quote from the kiosk owner, Jeremiah uh, Berganza. His quote was, I had a laugh on my face <laughs> when I saw the video. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a this is one of those kiosks that doesn't have anybody at it. So he goes into the back store, goes to the kiosk within the store yeah. for the second robbery, right? He then he leaves, but then he he comes back a third time. A third time. They don't say what the time difference is, but I'm guessing it's less than an hour. Yes. Right. So he comes back, and this time, the third time, he pries open a cash box. Come on, time three, we get to the thing. <laughs> That is actually the best of the things to take. Yes. Well, you know what, Angela? This, somebody, you know, I believe uh, Jeffrey even said it. He was like, this is dying to go into the mindful thief. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what, yeah, Jeffrey said. Is, yeah, this is, this is, this is a story. This is, this is, this person actually might be eligible for a scholarship because yes. although he's a enormous idiot, <laughs> I see growth potential yes, that's because true. he's doing, he's got some inclinations that are often absent. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I should conceal my identity. That's right. And, you know? and tenacity. Get, getting things I want, you know, not things that I have to fence. Yes. See, I think the phones is a really bad choice yeah. because I don't know how you get rid of those in a way that the risk assessment is worth it, right? right? Because at that, at your level of crime, which is a box on your head without eye holes, <laughs> that's your level. <laughs> you know what, Angela? You you didn't have to. You ain't to come for his his throat like that. Okay, just three times. Three times. <laughs> okay, he never once is in there with that mask. <laughs> okay, successfully on his head three times okay claude was trying angela claude Claude is out of his crime lane okay (laughs) claude you're not even a good smashing grabber although i do want to give him the points for the gloves because what he said to himself was glass cut (laughs) and i'm gonna bust the glass 
so I should probably wear gloves. And that's what I like about it is that he took protection of his physical self before, like, before he really thought of the protection of his identity. Like he sort of, there's a, there's a mind body disconnect here, I think. Yes. But like, yes. I like the, it says to me why I think he's an excellent scholarship candidate is that he understands sort of the, the, the outlines. Yes, the outlines of a crime. Oh, you just gotta fill it in for it. You gotta show him how to paint in the line, you know? I, yes, yes, the mask is a great idea. Is a box with no eye holes a mask? Let's ask that question. And it's sort of like, it's a philosophical question. Like the tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it. You know, didn't make a sound. This, you know. It, it, here's the thing that gets me. In all of this idiocy, do you know the amount of money that and items? It's amazing. It's thirty thousand dollars. He just to me is like somebody happening upon a crime, right? Yeah, and, the, and discovering it's the crime. Even, that's and and a huge crime at this point. Yeah. right? it started out as some cigarettes and some scratches, <laughs> and now here we are at thirty thousand dollars. But then, now they still haven't picked him up. Eight hours. After the police responded to the incident, <laughs> Griffin was spotted at the same plaza as this store. Security camera footage shows a burglar wearing a box over his head, breaking into this flight, whatever. 10 hours later after, oh, I'm sorry, it got screwed yeah, up there. Yeah. 10 hours later after the break-in, they called uh, the owner from the barber, uh, an owner from the barber shop saying he was in front of the liquor store. So he basically went back to the scene, yes. went back to the plaza and was the same mall and was standing there so that when the police responded eight hours later, they could get him. Yes, because you know why? We talk about this in the mindful criminal. Mm -hmm. You cannot, you cannot be a homing pigeon back and forth crime, to, crime, to your crime yeah. scene. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, That's well, the, this is visit four. This, this is visit four. four. That, oh, okay. That we know of. It could have been five, six, seven, eight. There's a strong possibility he never left. He never left. He just wasn't in the area of a camera. Well, that's right. And and we have to talk about we have to talk about why we don't we don't eat where we relieve ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't where we eat. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying? And I think I think that junior junior <laughs> you have some time to think about it because these are felonies. <laughs> junior oh claude next up claude. next up this is from ronald s thank you very much oh ronald this is fabulous <laughs> this is such a fabulous this is such our story pastor attempting to walk on water like jesus is eaten by crocodiles i'm sorry I, okay 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 let's talk about what dark humor is okay <laughs> i'm sorry i'm cracking up I can't hear you because I'm cracking up on this man being eaten by cracking. Okay. All right. Jonathan Mathua was killed by three crocodiles as he carried out a religious demonstration in Zimbabwe. Shocked. I don't know. This is the thing. This is my problem. This is gets so much worse. This gets so much worse. This is my issue. Why are y'all shocked? Wait, you're going to find out why this is so ridiculous that they're shocked. Francis is right. There should be no shock here. <laughs> shocked witnesses said the clergyman had, quote, prayed the whole week before the stunt went, quote, unquote, tragically wrong. Okay. 
stop. I, I, let's stop and let's okay. dissect this moment. Okay, I I, I do. I want to say number one. I think it's interesting. There's an interesting shift of language and tone. Yes, if I may, between religious demonstration to stunt. Right. That, that, that to me, those are very different sounding things, aren't they? Yes. That first sense, they say religious demonstration. You think, oh, mm. you know, like uh, demonstration is a little bit weird. But you think, okay, it's some, it's a ritual mm -hmm. of a religion. It has some sort of heft to it. When, no matter what the religion is, there's a, you know, I'm going to be respectful of somebody's faith, right? But then they call it a stunt because walking on water, <laughs> um, let's, if you haven't done anything like this before, okay, Jonathan, Jonathan, if I can, Jonathan, have you ever touched a glass and the water became wine? Have you ever been killed and woken up three days later. That's right. Uh, do, do, are you able to multiply loaves of bread and fish? Or fishes? Fishes? Have you? Are you? Are, are you are able you? to take the scales off of somebody's eyes and, be, and have them be able to see? We call these indicators or um, perhaps even like, uh, what would you call them? Like symptoms <laughs> of your deity likeness. If if the first thing you if that's going to show you 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 are godlike is the first thing you do, I'm gonna tell you the odds are really bad. Like they're not they're not in your favor. They're not 50-50. The odds are not in your favor, boo. They're not in your it favor. just doesn't. And also, I have to say, prayed the whole week before. Okay. <laughs> if I don't know if a single faith, Francis, and you'll have to tell me if you do. Where they go, look, he only prayed four days, so not too sure if that's going to happen. I know. But seven? I know. Or was it a business week? <laughs> I don't know. Was it a holiday? Because, you know, like last Monday was June Was it like the trash delivery? Right. Like when there's a trash, the trash gets disrupted. Maybe maybe miracles do too. I don't know. You know, maybe they come up. So, but the really, the, I, I, this is the thing. And then, I love this. He'd also fasted. Yeah. Yeah. As if. Was that so he would be lighter? lighter? <laughs> or tastier to the crocodiles? I don't know. I don't know. Lower calorie? <laughs> I don't know. Like, but the really the problem I have is something, Francis, do you happen to know what the, what they call this body of water? Yeah. It's not locally. It's known as <laughs> Crocodile River. It says it in so, the name. So when Jonathan was saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to walk on water. On June, was it the 20, 22nd? Mm -hmm. Next, next, a week from today, I'm going to walk on water. I'm going to fast and pray the whole week. Yeah. That should do it. Right. I'm going to do a little extra even. Just, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do a week, week, not a business week. So I'm going to do seven days just to cover my bases on this whole defying physics thing and being a deity thing. Then I'm going to go to, of all the bodies of water available to us. Yes. I'm going to go to the one called Crocodile River. <laughs> and what you going to do? Walk on the crocodiles. <laughs> and what's, what's supposed to happen? I think that's like a pizza delivery for the crocodiles. It's the Uber Eats. He was an Uber Eats for crocodiles. You, then we go on to say, they keep on saying horrified members of the Saint Shop of the last day's church said the pastor was completely devoured in a, quote, couple of minutes. Okay, for me... A couple of minutes, it seems so so weirdly, like, too long, it, even. So these people watch this man 
wade out into this river, become be be eaten alive. What you had mm-hmm. an ex- this is where the real stupidity is for me. The mm-hmm. real idiots are people who are standing up on the shore having an expectation that this is going to fucking work. Because you can get me with Jonathan is diminished himself to walk it out there. But you bitches showed up to watch this fool do it. And then had the audacity for his to say you shocked and horrified what what other Thank show did you, you ex- fucking ex- expect and in fact this town of idiots this is a quote we still don't understand how this happened because he fasted and prayed the whole week he fasted and prayed the whole week how'd this happen about to eat somebody in crocodile river <laughs> and i mean this deacon the deacon nicosi you know deacon nicosi right right he said, quote, the pastor taught us about faith on Sunday last he week. He sure did. Oh, did he? He sure did. Oh, no, I think he taught you about predator and prey. I think <laughs> he taught you <laughs> about the food pyramid. I think that's what he did. I think that's what he told you. He said he promised he would demonstrate his faith to us today. But he unfortunately ended up drowning <laughs> and getting eaten by three large crocodiles in front of us. See. Unfortunately. Or, or fortunately, Deacon. Now there's a spot that's Open, open. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't trust that deacon, deacon Nicosi. You know that the deacon was like, "Look, you know, Jonathan, you just pray and fast the whole week before, like the whole week, though." Okay, Angela. This is where it says here: the attack occurred when the pastor was attempting to walk on water. Attempting? Ain't no time. There's this thing called rehearsal. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> okay. Maybe in a pool. You know what I'm saying? Where's your proof? Just because, you know what? Just because you have a belief doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it a fact. No. I, I, have, I really have to say, you know, while this is not a crime, I think the mindful thief would be helpful in this situation because you. we, have, you know, you have that wonderful fold-out chapter <laughs> with like the huge, like the map and the flow chart, the Venn diagram. It's really amazing, but you really go through like w- the difference between belief and fact. It's really you. great. It's such a great visual illustration for people who think more visually, <laughs> and like, and it's just it's so helpful to me because it says take that time to rehearse <laughs> or practice. Don't don't be afraid. You know, a lot of people are like don't give it, don't put give it too much until the actual performance. You're like, go balls out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, really put yourself into that that practice run. I, I tell people, I honestly, that is an honest note from me every time. Yeah. Is that you must play it. Do it performance. Yes. Do it performance level because that's the only way you're gonna you're gonna find the cracks or crocodile <laughs> in the plan. What is? Oh, we can. You know what? Let's. I like that saying. We'll come up with a find the crocodile in your plan. Find <laughs> <laughs> the crocodile in your plan. Your plan. That's a, that's a, it's just what? Where is the crocodile? Yeah. By that would mean the thing that will eat you alive <laughs> in under two minutes. That you are not. Clearly paying attention to crocodile fucking river. Like literally people keep, this is a quote they kept saying. We still don't understand how this happened because he fasted and prayed the whole week. 
they really didn't get it. And they said all that was left of him. <laughs> oh, Jesus, forgive me. All that was left of him when they finished eating him is a pair of sandals and his underwear floating above the water. <laughs> because you know what? Crocodiles aren't nasty. Okay. They don't just get my ass panties. They're not nasty. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're man eaters, but they're not nasty. <laughs> oh my God. This, shit, this next line is offensive. It's offensive to my very core. Yeah. Emergency services rushed to the scene, but arrived too late to save the man. Rush? Rush? Why'd y'all rush? You can stop. Maybe have something to eat. Only. <laughs> We really thought it is offensive, you're right. And I'm gonna tell you something. This is why we aren't first responders, because we would both look up and be like, I know you don't think we're gonna just jump up. Oh fuck you, shit. No, I know what? I'll run by there on my way home. (laughs) Give you give you a a scan of the of the scene of the situation. Cause I'ma tell you a picture with my phone. I'ma tell you. Write a report. Look, people, people, we've got to we've got to use information that's available to I us. Mean, when somebody calls the river crocodile li- river, let's ask the questions. Let's not be afraid to ask. Hey, why do you call it crocodile river? And if you don't know, right? I mean, was there an elephant river? Was there a spring box? A non-meat eating animal <laughs> river? Something like that. Or I'm gonna say, and, and and let's practice the whole "can I walk on water?" period theory. Let's let's put that to the test. Um, maybe like I said, a pool or a little pond. You, you know, I, my question is: Are we so desperate to see Jesus that we will show up to a riverbank and watch yeah. somebody be eaten by crocodiles? Who who's like? And I mean, it's like. I'm willing to watch this in t- this car crash in front of me because you gotta know it's gonna be a fucking car crash. It's hard for me to believe that nobody even tried to talk him out of this. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody, nobody went. You know what, Jonathan? You know what? I know that you you printed up the flyers and everything, and you sent out that <laughs> that TikTok. But I just I feel like maybe we should rethink this. And you know what? We can make an excuse. We could say that you know you got covid or something but let's 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 give another let's find the crocodile on the planet oh, oh there it is it's called a crocodile yes yes we'll be right back after these messages it's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience they want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there but don't let them fool you get unspun i'm amanda sturgill I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. All right. This is from Jeff M. Dead woman found breathing in coffin at own funeral. 
This is not okay. Let me tell y'all this right now, okay? You better fucking make sure I'm dead, okay? Okay? You better make sure I'm dead. Francis, I I'm so I'm 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 angry. I'm deeply angry <laughs> about this story. I'm deeply deeply angry. We have talked. This is not the first time this has happened. Mm -mm. And I do not understand why that is because day one of any kind of intervention, medical, first responder, are they alive or dead? That's like the first, like that is because it really does, it does change the things you do. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's a whole different bag. You know what I mean? Like it's a whole different set of skills. And, and the thing is, what I, I need to know, and this, again, I have to complain about the reportage. There's not enough information in this article for me to understand how this happens because dead woman found breathing and coughing at own funeral. How? What? What's the rush on these funerals? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> why, why, why do we go from uh, dead to coughing? Like, what? <laughs> There's no, like... I need a transition. I need transition. Kelly was sitting right there with a coffin, just like like they were on a start block, just just waiting, just just rocking back and forth, waiting for the night to be like, boom, boom, and let's get this done. Let's get her done. Like, what? I don't understand how this because there's no period. They don't tell you what the period of time is. Well, they said she was Bella. Bella, time, poor Bella Montoya, seventy six. Mm -hmm. She was declared dead last week following a suspected stroke. Okay, five hours into her wake on Friday. Relatives preparing to change her clothes ahead of the burial found her gasping for air. Now they were about to change her clothes and bury her. Mm -hmm. This is in Ecuador, which I have to say, it sounds like they don't do embalming. No. Etc. Which I I, I, I don't have a problem with. I appreciate yeah, at all. Uh, that that, that would have killed her. But this is the thing. Wouldn't they, hopefully they would have noticed, you know, like, I don't know what you do first in embalming, if you, you know, but like, what I know is that this was very, this was really bad and really close <laughs> to being, being the thing. What I don't understand is why, how we get, because there's no, I need to know how much time there was between the stroke and the Friday. Because if it was that week, I'm assuming it couldn't have been any earlier than Sunday or Monday, right? right? If you're going to call it, because some people start this week on the sun, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? On the Sunday, whatever. But so how many days was she without care, like in some dark room That's or in right. a bag or wherever right. they keep her? And and what, do we have no kind of um, instrumentation? Like nothing. <laughs> a mirror? A mirror? Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Shit. Lick Thank your finger you. and put it beneath her nose, see if it gets a little chilly. How cold could her skin possibly have gotten? I don't know. But what she wanted was dead. Okay. So she is now back in the hospital in intensive care. But but this is my problem. What hospital? The same hospital. This said the bitch was dead. <laughs> okay. What? This is where I go. This is a slow murder. Who in this family would you ever take your loved one back to the Hell place that no. said he was dead? But you know what? But in Ecuador, I don't know. This might be the best hospital in the area. It, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You know, that, that home is better. Side of the road is better. Because, I, I mean... Not hospital is better. I know. If they just go, if they just walk around going, oh, they dead. They basically dead. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> basic dead. You know what? She basically dead. Go ahead. Move up, move up. For 
life wasn't that great to begin with. So like, mm. <laughs> like I mean, alive or dead. A video posted on social media showed her lying in an open casket and breathing heavily while several people crowded around her. Paramedics are then seen arriving and observing Miss Ma- observing Miss Montoya before moving her onto a stretcher and into an ambulance. What they were like, they were like, mm, hey, we need to see if she was really. You know what? Wait a minute. Really Wait a minute. You know what? You're right. She is she breathing. That is breathing. That's, That's breathing. fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up, dude. And I'm gonna say this to Ecuador right now. Y'all need some instruments. Totally. Okay. I don't care if we can go fund me this or what. But this is, y'all are not good at this. Next up, this is from Carla L. Mother and daughter accused of dismembering grilling remains of 71-year-old. Now, we okay. had a conversation, of course, about whether or not to do this. We had to bring this to the board because we, we were, we were, it's gruesome. It's gruesome. But there just were things that we needed to say and this and so we were like you know what we're not here let it let let's let, put it out there and let people be the judge you can write us at franchise zero eight at gmail.com let us know what you think hi at seville do we know what where this is prince george mm. county mm. um i know that where is prince george county i want to say that's florida mm. but i but i don't know if i'm but I, I think I might be wrong about that. In any case, um, it's I think it's, I'm pretty confident it's someplace in the South. Um, but a Hyattsville woman has been charged in the killing of her 71-year-old mother and accused of working with another family member, her daughter, the granddaughter, to dismember grandma with a chainsaw before trying to incinerate her remains on a grill. Yeah. The mother, Craig's daughter, the woman who was killed, was killed by her daughter, 44-year-old Candace Craig. And uh, and so she uh, was arrested on charges of first and second degree murder and then her, charged her granddaughter, 19-year-old Celia Hardy, as an accomplice, accomplice after the killing. All right. So this is apparently they got a confession out of mm-hmm. the 19-year-old. Okay. I bet you won hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say Prince George's County Police said in a statement that someone whom prosecutors later described as a family member called 911 reporting that they had not seen the elder Craig for several days and were worried about her welfare. Okay. This is this is what I like to call an indication of a problem. When family, that's usually because people don't have family. That's right. Right? Welfare checks like this are because there's nobody around. That's right. When you know there's a daughter and a granddaughter around, but you're not calling them looking for her. Right. You know it's a problem. That's because you know, you know she gone. You know there's a real, you know something's happened. And you just, you at that level where you're not ready to fully confess, but you just want to like tittle tattle a little bit on the side and hopefully it'll all work out. That's right. That's right. So when police arrived at the home at about 1.35 in the afternoon, Candace Craig answered. Officers. Okay, what's up? What's up, officer? And they were like, uh, we're here to check on your mother, right? Oh, she's fine. She's all right. Officers went into the home. And when they got to the basement, they immediately smelled an odor of decomposition. Upon conducting a preliminary search of the residence, officers also observed 
a cover to a chainsaw, cutting utensils, cleaning materials, blood splatter throughout the basement where bags of human remains were located. That was the preliminary search. <laughs> By preliminary search, they mean their eyes could glance they glanced. all of these things. What They glanced and saw everything they needed. What is wrong with people in their murders, Angela? I have to ask this question because I have to be honestly, if you are, if you think that you are badass enough to kill somebody, mm -hmm. somebody you know, your mother, your mother, mm -hmm. this is to me, this is my issue with murder. Okay, maybe can yes. we take a, a step back? Murder. Well, I, I mean, I'm glad we we do have an issue with it. Yes, <laughs> but 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 honestly, murder is like any other act. It has a beginning, middle, and end. Oh, gosh. Okay? Just because we mm -hmm. get through the You feeling, can't skip steps. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just because we get yeah. through the feely feel parts where you get to kill, you still mm -hmm. are in the murder after the person is dead. Do you understand me? Well, I think, you know, you go through this over and over again in The Mindful Criminal, um, in the much, I mean, controversial subject on The Mindful Murderer um, chapters, but when you talk about like the getaway, we've talked about this before, yes! that that there's a getaway portion to every crime and you haven't gotten away if the body parts are in bags in the basement. <laughs> you're still in the murder. <laughs> okay, you're still in the murder. You're still, you're still crime. The crime is still going. It's... it's still in process, which means, number one, you shouldn't answer the door for fucking anyone. That's right. Second of all, let alone the goddamn police. police. Okay. You also shouldn't be there, period. But uh, but what I what I really what I really don't understand here is and much and I think this is part of the problem and you bring you bring this up over and over again. It is we have another stay in your crime lane. The reason why the reason why Candy is killing her mama and making her daughter help her get rid of the body, the reason is because Candy stole mom's credit card. Yep. And Candy, so I want you to understand that her solution to being caught for for using for theft. For uh, false identity, you know, and and stealing was to murder. Now, risk assessment wise, <laughs> this is not a good plan. Also, murder is a much worse crime. Also, can I just say, just in terms of actions and behaviors, Candace Craig is not setting a good example for her daughter, no. Celia Hardy, because what no. she's teaching Celia to do mm -hmm. is that when things get hard with mom, kill her. It, and I and I hear what you're saying, which is this may not be the lesson you want to teach your daughter <laughs> as a mom. That's what I'm saying. We call this actually the Anne Boleyn lesson. When you teach a mofo how to get rid of a wife, he learns how to get rid of you. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's why we call it a Boleyn. Yes. This is this is a Boleyn meets a wrong, out of your crime lane, meets a lack of mindfulness. And an and absolute, uh, an absolute, it, it's sort of, it's insulting to the concept of a getaway. Yeah. Um, so, and I think, and thank you for bringing that up because too often as parents, I think, you know, we, we don't see every moment as teachable. It's all modeling. You know what I'm saying? You're modeling. It's all modeling. <laughs> it's all, all modeling. modeling. 
<laughs> because they have there have been studies, right? That like you know how you can make sure your child reads. It's not reading to your child is always a good thing, but the what they found a correlation. Is it is it um what's this the Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell, Gladwell book or the other one? Yeah, the the studies have shown that the way that you can make sure your children read is for them to see you reading. That's right. That's right. Not even reading to them, but that they, they see that you make the choice to read. So when you make the choice to murder, <laughs> which you're trying to model. <laughs> yes. Role modeling. It's good murder. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, police investigators later recovered a, a chainsaw with human remains on Give the chainsaw Ooh, a rinse. What's it? Just give it a rinse yes. in the backyard. Oh, Just my God. A rinse. I understand, Francis. We know this for just simple drug use. When when I was in college and we smoked the weed when it was illegal, etc., mm-hmm. people would be like, "You don't open the door until you put away the drug." Right. Because if they don't have a warrant, or you don't know who you open that door to, and they can't, if they can see it, they can come in. But if you just put it in the drawer, almost coffee tables of drug drug use have uh, coffee, not addicts as all the they always have a drawer. I feel like every coffee table I've ever had drugs on had a drawer. I don't know if it's a causal relationship or what, but shove it in the door. And then if you have to open the door, if you don't open the door, don't open it because you're crime it. And when you've committed a murder, it's so much worse than smoking weed. Yes. So, like, so, so what happened was police said evidence and in interviews indicated the grandmother was killed on May 23rd and Hardy helped try to get rid of the remains the next day. Now, the next day they're talking. That's all. They still got blood splatter. Now, now we're on on May 27th. Okay. The grandmother was killed on the 23rd. On the 27th, someone yeah. saw a fire in the brush near the home on Hill Road and saw Candace Craig and Hardy in quote in the wood line burning what they believe to be human remains. I'm, I'm mad. We're both mad. We're both mad about this. That's why the story's an idiot. That's why That's why the story's an idiot. That's really why this, this is an idiot. Because when are you... Okay. Number one, the first thing I do want to say is this is this might be the fault of that of the, the wonderful film Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> why? Because in Fried Green Tomatoes, when they killed the, the wife abusing racist, uh-huh. okay, they have a barbecue <laughs> and they kind of lead you to think that it's a possibility that they fed the sheriff <laughs> the man <laughs> they they although it's i think it's much more likely that what they just used that, that they justified they started the barbecue because you know they had this big it's like an old brick you know huge outdoor grill that they that, that became the excuse for running the grill overnight right all night long so that there'd have to be a bunch of ribs ready right because otherwise why were you burning shit right. at midnight see the see how they're missing the part that helps justify right the fire well on the grill well speaking to police hardy the daughter the uh 19 year old said that she had overheard her grandmother threaten to report candace craig to police for fraudulent use of her credit card candace craig then attacked the elder craig uh, Hardy found her grandmother's remain in a blue bin in a bedroom the next day before Hardy and her mother, quote unquote, began to dismember. So she heard this attack, but didn't go ch- look or check anything. No, no. Didn't call anyone. Didn't and then was like, stop. oh, grandma. Oh, wait a minute. Grandma, are you dead? And in the Rubbermaid thing? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I have my sweaters in that, mom. Right. I love this. Candace Craig denied any involvement in her mother's kill. She was like, my mama, 
I, I don't know what you're talking about. Candace, candy. Candy oh. is over. Oh, no, candy no, 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 no. This is my credit card, number one. Okay? Candy is over. I don't know what she told you, but she's on a cruise. Let's be clear about something. I do not believe that this witness who called the police and said they saw somebody burning human... I don't think they saw human body parts. No, I believe it was her. I think they knew it was human body parts. Yeah, I think, right? I think it's the daughter who called. It's either the daughter... See, she would tell them if it was her to get off, right. I think. I think it might be a whole other family member mm. who's scared of them, who they called and tried to involve in it, right? They're like, oh, could you come over? We need some help with me, mom. We need some help with me, mom. <laughs> what do you mean you need help with me, mom? I need help with me, mom. We've been sick with me, mom, in a few days. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. She's she been sick. Can you come over? Because she probably had like a good shovel or something. And they like, she came over and then they she saw the situation. And so she's like, yeah, girl, I'm just gonna go smoke a cigarette real quick. And then I'll... Um, let me go smoke this cigarette at the end of the driveway and I'll be right. Because, you know, you don't want me, mom, then like us smoking in her house. <laughs> and so she went out there and she called the police and said, I think they might be burning body parts. Oh, my <laughs> because God. I really can't believe that Candy had like a leg up in her hand so you could see it and then put it in the fire. <laughs> and then pulled out another leg. Like, I can't. I gotta, I gotta believe in Candy more than that. I don't know what the fuck what's going on with this situation, but it's not smart. And it makes me feel like I have to write a chapter about murder, which is ridiculous. Well, I mean, Francis, I think what we've talked about is, this is the thing, crimes of passion, are like the the problem is that these are not mindful acts. No, they're not. Right, you're trying to you can't you can't put mind mindfulness on after the, <laughs> after the mindlessness. <laughs> right, you can't. It's not like a band aid. You know what I mean? Like you have to start there and, and acts of passion or acts in the moment just don't. And I have to say, stealing your mom's credit card, like you were going to, you might not even do time necessarily for that at this no. point. I don't, you know, like, and so. But here's the thing that I go, wow, was it the, that much, that level of ugly, putrid, grossness inside of her had to work itself out and it worked itself out yeah. onto her mother in such a way that it's such to me when i when i hear a tragedy like this it's it's yes. greek in that way it well it absolutely wonder is what their relationship it was it shows me what the relationship between her and her daughter is it shows me, i hope yeah and I hate, this is a very weird thing to say, but I hope that their relationship was bad <laughs> and that <laughs> bad things had happened. Oh, clearly because it was bad. If this was Candy's solution to a good relationship where she stole money, that's Candy is a sociopath. Yes. And it, and I'm going to tell you something. What I find interesting is that her lawyer's argument against, you know, really charging her too hard or being whatever was, she's graduated from high school and she has no priors. Yeah, for the granddaughter. Yeah. The granddaughter. Yeah. And this, if the mother has no priors either, she has three kids and no priors. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something about murder and dismemberment <laughs> and burning of the part. <laughs> nobody nobody needs you to have done anything else before. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this in and of itself is bad this enough. In and of itself. But you know where that would have worked? Credit card theft. Yep. Identity theft. The I've never done anything wrong before thing would have probably had some sway in that courtroom. Mm hmm. But in the other courtroom, no. No. Let's reveal. No. 
Surveillance video shows box wearing bandit allegedly burglarizing Florida grocery store. The, the box without the hole. Yeah. yeah. Then we have the um, pastor who attempted to walk on water like Jesus eaten by crocodiles. Oh, yes. That was sad. Sad. Then we had the dead woman found breathing in a coffin at her own funeral. And then we have Candy and her daughter killing grandma and cutting her up and burning her on the grill. Okay. You know who I'm going with? Ooh, My favorite. It's hard. Not, it's not hard yeah. for me. Hmm. Pastor attempting to walk on water like Jesus is eaten by crocodiles is the biggest idiot for me. Because to Francis, me... <laughs> really? Yes. Did you, okay, do you remember though that he did fast and pray for a <laughs> solid week? <laughs> yes. Do you remember? I don't know if, you, if that slipped your mind. He prayed <laughs> and fasted. I know. For I know. A whole week. People were horrified and shocked. They had no idea well, what I mean, was coming. He did, he did the, the step, right? Yes. What do you got? That's what you do, and then you can walk on water. You, uh, you know, you I mean, it didn't work. There was this is a tech support problem. Something, someone right? Because he did. See, this is the thing. It's hard for me because I am tempted by all of them for various reasons. Mm. But I'm really tempted by Box Bandit, just mm. because of the sheer number of times he went back. I just <laughs> because I can't blame it on drugs. It went, I don't know what you have eight hours worth of you, um, you know, never, never you get to the point of wearing the box, but you never cut holes in it. Like I just like just if he had shown some more improvement, right? You know, right. in one of these, it was just hard for me to watch somebody do the same thing over and over again and just do it worse and worse and worse. And like there's a little bit like he does have the box, something then it falls off because. You can't do more than one thing at a time when you have to hold a box. Francis, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country that when you were planning out your miracle. Right. You were like, oh, I'm going to plan for a miracle. Somewhere, somehow, somebody said to you, you know what you can't plan? Miracles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Angela? There was a time in this country. There was a time in this country where, you know, we all may have, you know, snuck in mama's purse and taken mm -hmm. a dollar or two. That's what I'm saying. Or mm -hmm. reached in daddy's pocket, pulled out a five. Mm -hmm. Or the cookie jar money. The cookie jar no. money. You know, mm -hmm. you get you a little, you know where they keep it, right? That's right. Maybe you snuck a cigarette out. Yeah. You know, you and your friends took a little puff puff behind the school one day. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Mm -hmm. But that didn't mean we had to kill mama when she found out you took that 20. No, we didn't kill and dismember her. No, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. Okay. Not in the month of Mother's Day, too. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. I'm Francis Callion. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Francela. Thank you so much for listening to In It of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun. 
because you deserve the truth.